Uh, here we go. Oh, I got his ass now. My bottle got stretched a little bit. You have to be fast in the track. I'm about to light this shit up. Show 55. Vinny Pelloart coming on the show. Good buddy. Good buddy. Great guy. So be interesting Great to talk guy. to uh, Vincent Pelloart, former French national team. Now he's in the Colombian national team. Good buddies. We uh, worked with PH together and we trained together years ago and went to his wedding and stayed with him and Mariana in Columbia. Great guy. It'll be a fun show. Great guy. Great personality. You're right. I think I think, I think this will be a fun one. Nice and relaxed. Vinny's a pretty relaxed guy, I think. Very casual. Yep. It'll be fun to talk to for that reason, I think. Just a kink killer too, eh? Absolute assassin <laughs> when it comes to the fucking gate to the kink, the second pedal. Oh, oh you name it. Like, a lot of people... You know, talk about the main starters in the sport, whatever. I think Vinny's probably the fastest starter. I have to think so, yeah. Like, I don't think he gets enough credit for how good his gate is. His gate is so good. Yeah. We almost had uh, audio issues there, Terry, but I'm back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a little glitch there, wasn't there? Yeah, I just shut my computer. Long story case, so I figured out what <laughs> happens when my audio cuts out, guys. Okay. So my computer's got this glitch where when I open it up and I go on the internet it somehow shuts my Wi-Fi down in my house. So then, then my phone ends up going out to data, and that's why there's a glitch there for a second. Okay. Um, so, yeah, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, moving on. It was, yeah, moving on. When me and Vinny were trained together, though, it was perfect because we were like our strengths were opposite of each other, and our weaknesses were like what each other's strengths were. So, like, he would help me a bit with gates and that kind of stuff, and then we'd do track stuff, which is obviously my strength. And so it's actually we complemented each other perfectly. That's that's honestly what you're looking for dude, in a training partner. Someone I, who can complement each other. Dude, ideal. Seriously, ideal. Yeah. 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 So that was really how cool. Fa how fast was he on a flat hill? Dude, so fast. And the thing is, <laughs> one day we were doing, uh, we were in France with PH. We were doing sprints off a box with like a 44.15 or something. <laughs> and so I just did the box sprint like a normal person. You know, you just drive forward, wheels on the ground, everything. Yeah, casual. He, gets, he does like four pedals up like a gate. No way. With a 44 or 15 off a box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching him like, are you kidding me? Like, what is this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, dude, really impressive. He got so much torque. Yeah, I just watched him do, uh, he was doing some split squats or uh, single leg squats the uh, the other day on his Instagram story or something. And the dude was like twan. He was doing as much as I back squat double-legged, like my PB, yeah. and he was single leg repping it. I was like, oh my God. He's got a lot of strength in his legs, like especially in the gym too. He... He can move fast weight really well. And then I was better on like, uh, 
or my strength was more like explosive speed kind of stuff. So it was perfect. Yeah. Perfect training buddy. Yeah. That is perfect. Yeah. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Vinny's had a few good starts on ProGate Europe. Winning starts the Great Gate. Vinny has one. Vinny, Vinny has got one of the, those those ProGate Europe's winning starts to the Great Gate Gates. All right, before we get into uh, <laughs> before we get into BMX talk, we got to talk about the guy we played golf with yesterday. We we have to discuss. This. <laughs> okay, so you might have heard me right as we were coming on the show. I was kind of laughing and said something right as we were recording the intro or whatever. So we play with our friend Ryan, and then we also get paired at the golf course yesterday. With, what was his name? Dude, I don't even know. Dan, Dale, John, Devin, something. I, I don't know. I, I never said his name after he said it. I just like, every time I said something, I was like, yeah, good job, man. So usually like a, you know, a normal person, they step up to the tee where they're about to hit their ball and they just do like a nice little warm up swing. This guy swung as hard as he can in his warm up. Dude, I've never seen anybody swing as hard as this guy did. I thought he was going to fall. Like I thought he was going to spin out of his shoes. <laughs> the first so time I saw him, I looked over you guys. I was like, what's this, what this guy doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, am I the only one seeing this right now? Like, what's he doing? <laughs> is this guy for real? Like, Dude, he, he like, swung so hard. It looked like he was, you know, like when you make a joke about how hard you're swinging or doing something, it was almost like he was like joking around, but except he wasn't. Like, I don't understand why. Like, when you're warming up, all you kind of do is just get the body moving, just try to feel out the swing pass. So when you step up to the ball, you do the same motion a little faster, maybe, and you hit it properly. And this guy's going 150%, looking like he's trying to throw his club across the course. <laughs> swing it so hard. And then the best part was his actual swing wasn't nearly as hard as his warm up swing. It's like he went from 150% and then brought it down to like 80, which is 80%, like a good. Good swing. So he joins us. On, he joins us on the first tee box. Whatever. Introduce ourselves. He's yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's his first shot. Pumps it straight into the trees. <laughs> straight left out of the It's basically. like direct left in the trees. And obviously, I feel yeah. I feel bad for the guy because like he's joining us or whatever. So I'm like, okay, man, you can hit again. Like no worries. Yeah, we're, no worries. No we're, we're not in a rush. Whatever. Same exact shot, like a magnet right to the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Dead straight into the trees again. Uh, and so, like, dude, every time he warmed up, I would just almost burst out laughing. I would just look over at you guys and try not to laugh. <laughs> and I saw once I looked over at you, and you were just like looking at him, looking around, like, "What's the fucking guy doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I was so in shock. Oh. Uh. The, the guy stepped up though after he made those two misses into the trees. He stepped up, played good golf after that. Now he's probably a, yeah, he was a pretty good golfer. Like he fit right in with us. He was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. He was playing some uh, Titleist blades though i don't know where the dude decided to start playing blades if anybody knows golf it nobody knows this but blades are like that's what the pros play blades are like us. really advanced clubs where like you're so there's a point on the club you have to hit it perfect for it to go the right place and those it's like very small so you can really work the ball but if you miss a little you miss a lot yeah, yeah. and the dude was dude didn't need to be playing blades. i don't know where he got those yeah. but yeah anyway we're boring people um but it was kind of you can appreciate it's like you basically like if you were to do a, a sprint before the gate, like a warm up sprint, try and break your cranks off and then gate way less. Yeah. That'd be the equivalent. It, it was something <laughs> special. I couldn't believe it. All right. To get into our true or false segment. I like this segment. All right. We're starting it off right away with something fun. I like it. Let's do it. That's that's what we got for now for this segment. I hate that intro. Dude, I can't wait to change it. It sends like shivers up your spine, eh? I just, I just don't like it. It's, yeah. No. All right. Want to lead us off? All right, I'll start us off. Okay, first one. Sylvan has only won three World Cups. Um, he's got 
I used one two at Poppendal. Fuck, does he have a third one? Oh my god. I can't believe I'm gonna get this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna get this wrong. I'm gonna say false. He's got two. Alright, you're correct. Yes. I thought I could get you. Yeah, because yeah, he's got good. he's got two at Papadell and then the world. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I was surprised he only had two, and that's why I put three, because I think he the guy could have five. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad he I was had right. A main yeah, good job. Yeah. Alright, let it rip. Nick Long is scared of swimming in the ocean. Oh yeah, he's scared of swimming in the ocean. Yeah, he's scared of sharks. I don't know why I knew that, but for some reason I felt like I knew that. Yeah. yeah. He's a tube float kind of guy. River. River's good. Big tube float guy. Big tube float <laughs> guy. <laughs> All right. Next one. Um, so Sam once uh, bent his bars to the right angles because he didn't like how they were. They were too flat before. So he bent them back himself. You see, I don't know how, if this is true, I don't know how you would know this, except it sounds exactly like something Sam would do. Um, I'm going to go false though. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking made that up. Yeah, it sounds like something Sam would do. Uh, I was thinking maybe, I don't know, you could just heat the bars up and bend it. I was like, oh, so maybe Sam would do that. <laughs> so, Alfredo once rode with a gear too small without changing it. Like, he looked at his bike and thought he had something on, and then he had a different gear on. Like, he thought he was racing with a 4617, but he's actually racing with a 4517. Once again, th I think this is true because I think I heard this. Yeah, yeah, this is true. I think. Yeah, I was at the Pan Am yeah. Games in Toronto. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. when was this? But I heard about it. He this, told yeah. me about it after. He's like, I don't know what happened, but he thought he was on a 4617. And then he said on race day, he was just like spinning like crazy. He's like, what the hell is going on? Or like that weekend or something. And he looked and he had something way smaller. That's like, <laughs> or something like he had a 46 and he was actually on a 45 or something really small like that. It's so weird. Hey? I know. He's like, I don't know how I didn't change it. I don't know what happened. So in his position, okay, he gets on the podium after that. You think he's a little pissed that he had the gear swap or he, did he not care because he still made the podium? Or was, like, could he have been mad though? He's like, oh, maybe if I had my other gear, I could have won. I mean, he almost won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's he, I mean. almost, like, he almost whole shot me from like six. So, I mean, yeah. I think he said he just ripped like he, I think he struggled for most of the day and then just popped one off. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah. It happens. All right. Um, next one. Joris is actually the one with the most World Cup podiums. False. That's actually true. Is it really? I thought Connor would have been. I thought I was surprised when I saw it too because, uh, like, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. How Joris many? Is, he's how how many, many? Yeah, how many has he got? Um, right here. He's got twenty-one. Jeez. Podiums. I guess it's yeah, since two thousand seven. Yeah. Top ten. I think uh I think Connor had more when it was just one day events. Like now that it's two days last year's, I think Joris is like I think before yeah. Joris didn't get on the podium as much when it was one day, but now it's two days he is. I whereas Connor was kind of the opposite, I think. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. All right. I vis I visualize right before every single gate for the last five years. Um, we talking practice gates or like everything, everything. Hmm. That's a good thing. Okay. I think I always watch you and I, I would watch you visualize before every race start. Like I'd be beside you. I'd be watching you from wherever I'd see you visualize every practice gate. I can't remember because sometimes we just <laughs> hop in the gate. Sometimes we just hop in the gate and fucking have a dig. And I don't know. Um, I'm going to go false just because I don't think you did every practice gate. It's true. Ah, damn it. Yeah, like I can't literally before it became part of my routine. Like before every single gate, I would do a quick one. 
Yeah. I, I remember like yeah. you standing behind the gate pretty much every time I watched you. And you stand there. I could see you looking over your handlebars and just go through your emotions. And then you roll in and do it. Yeah. I think I did every single one the last five years. Yeah. Uh, all right. My last one here. Uh, Graf told me he secretly put helium in his tires one race to try it. <laughs> this has got to be false, but it totally is something Graf would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's false. I have no like, yeah, Can you imagine uh, what he did, though? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, though. It's Graf. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, can you imagine? He just like fills him up with helium. Bike becomes like half a pound lighter or something. I don't know. But if it's someone's like, oh, Graf did this, he'd be like, well, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, oh, okay. he I tried mean, it. Yeah, I mean, of, course. of course he tried it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really admire that about David. He's not afraid to try stuff, and that's how you advance the, you know, progression and make your bike and yourself better. I like that about David a lot. I think that's cool. Yeah, true. Hey, so get this. So this is funny. I didn't find this out until I was watching a YouTube video. I think. Um, do you remember? A f- I want to say it was at least back in 2015, maybe 2016. There's a video graph put out, and it was like him spinning his wheel. He put his bike on the ground, picked yeah. his bike back up, and then his wheel spun again. I didn't know how he did it. That was before the med- yeah. That was before the worlds in Columbia in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And everybody thought it was like a little motor or magnet or something. I, apparently, it was. Like, I think it was like water in his tire or something. That's what yeah. I. I think I saw a video of him saying that. I heard it was. A, I thought it was a magnet or something. That's what I thought too. But then yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I watched the video and he said he just put water in there and it okay. makes sense. Yeah. Last one. Gonzalo Molina only eats meat. Yes, that's that's true. That guy does not eat veggies. Literally, pretty like pretty much true. <laughs> like after we we hung out with each other in, in Medellin in Colombia for the race in like three years ago in December, dude. He only I swear to God he only eats steak. <laughs> like that's seriously all he eats is all he eats is meat. Just a, a meatitarian. Yeah, like after being in uh, Argentina and stuff, you can see how that would happen. But seriously, pretty much only true. eats meat. It's so weird, but I mean. I mean, that's what the cavemen did, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. That's our true or false segment. Gosh, we got to get rid of that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to find a new sound for that. I know. All right. You got to yeah. go for it. Okay. So I got a fun, uh, fun little, what did I call it? Just like a debate question here. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about like, I was thinking about the motor guys in the Pulp MX show and they do like their, they have this little rant or thing going on about the quads. And I was thinking about BMX and blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Do, my debate is, do you think Sylvan could make the final in a World Cup in elite women without pedaling? Oh, boy. No. So I think, first of all, when I was thinking about this question, we got to pick a track because there's some tracks he's got no shot, like Papandal. But I think there are some tracks he's got a shot. No, there's no way he would. No chance. No I'm, chance. I th- Dude, I think top four, I think he's got a shot. No chance. You put him... You put him on like um, he probably wouldn't like, make the first uh, Argentina. He, he might not make the first jump at a lot of races because he probably just got cut off and then wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't. I think he's so far behind. Like he gets cut off, but he still makes the jump. And I think as soon as he makes the first jump, he starts pulling back. He picks off four people every lap. I think no chance. What about one pedal? Nope. Do you remember watching the? Uh, of course, the, yeah. The showdown, yeah. yeah. Of course, I remember him and Laura. Yeah, but. It's a bit different when it's one-on-one because there's a wide open track and you can take any lane possible. In a race, like he'd have to go low. He'd have to switch his lines. There's no way. There's no chance. Let's pick a track. Okay, pick a track. Okay, you pick it. Okay, I'm going... I'm going to just stick with Argentina. It's okay, pretty yeah. in between of a wide open one and tight. Okay? 
I think he picks outside most of the time. Maybe he goes inside if there's fast enough people that he, he doesn't have to worry about like getting cut off. Even if it's one pedal, I think he lands the first jump behind, and the guy is so good at bobbing and weaving his way through people, he picks off people and gets up to fourth. No chance he makes the main. What do you think? What, what position? Did, what, what round do you think he can make it to? Here's the thing, though. Like, of the early rounds for women, do they have full gates? Uh, no, not normally. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, so a full gate, like, I don't know. I don't think he'd make it far. Like, it's, <laughs> it's one thing when it's a one-on-one, because then, like I said, you can use the entire track, but in a race, yeah, he's not making it far. <laughs> no way. No chance. <laughs> no chance. What if we give him like pedaling to the kink? Yeah, then he probably makes it. Let's be real. Because then he whole shots basically. He runs the race. No way he's whole shotting. What are you talking about? Pedal to the kink? Dude. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I straight up. I think he's like, I think he's got a shot. I know. He's th- fart. I think there's no chance. No. We're, okay, I'm going to call up a few people. For Speaking next of show. which, I'm going to ask their opinion because we can't do this live, and I'm going to get them to send me a voice like memo of what they think. So I think he, I think he could. Speaking of which, I, uh, I think I owe him like 20 euros or something. Cause I bet 20 euros on Laura. I was so sure Laura was going to beat him. <laughs> so Laura, I, Laura, I, Laura screwed me. She basically <laughs> owes me 20 bucks. <laughs> she owes me 20 euros. Really? It's her that she, that yeah, Laura screwed me. Cause she needed to blast him in the last turn. I was expecting, I can't remember it exactly, but I was remembering a blast coming and she never blasted him. Can you imagine just parks him? God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that, <laughs> just absolutely punch him over that the That would be absolutely all time. Yeah. All time. Oh, that'd be epic. Okay. Okay. I got, okay. Let's reverse it. Let's reverse it. Okay. If Laura races in the men's, what round can she make it to? Mm. These are tricky. Yeah, it's hard. I, I don't know. I've never thought of that, really. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I, I like no the first idea. one better. Yeah. I like thinking about Sylvan trying to bob and weave his way through in the, the women's It'd field. It'd be exciting. I think I think it would be a battle between a bunch of them. Like, he'd be in the mix, I think, by the last turn. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be, a, that'd be something to watch. That'd be something. I, that would be really interesting. All right, next discussion topic. To what point does bike setup benefit or hinder performance? Hmm. Give the g- I, top guys a couple weeks on any bike setup. Is he still going to be the top guy? I would say, like, for instance, you might say you test a few different gears. You're probably naturally better with one over the other. But then if you just pick one, train with it. And then, for instance, if you pick a bigger gear, you train with it. You do overgeared sprints and that kind of stuff you're probably going to be mm-hmm. just as fast or faster with it. So it's like, you can't, people just say, oh, we tested gears and it's faster. It's like, well, you're faster at this point in time, maybe, but it also depends what you're doing for training at that point in time. And you could be faster with something. You might just need more time with it to train with it. So it's really difficult to actually test gears because it really depends on what type of training you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Do you think you put, you take somebody like on like let's change the crank length let's change the handlebar size let's change the top tube length give them a couple weeks they figure it out like someone like i don't know i don't technique or even sylvan even i i think they're pretty damn fast even like you said i think the setups are just for comfortability to be able to repeat what they do 
I, I think if you put them on a different setup, they could still be as fast as they are. They just wouldn't be as comfortable as they are on their normal setup. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you have a preference for your, like, for instance, your bike setup for the gate and whatnot. But it's not like you put a few spacers under your headset or your stem. I mean, that your gate form is going to completely change. Like, no. it, you might <laughs> want to optimize it for yourself, but really, you're you're going to be the same regardless of your setup. I don't think it. I don't think it makes that big of a difference, honestly. Like, I really don't. Just get on it and ride. You really? Hey. I think I'm a bit more old school with that kind of stuff. Like, I don't really think it makes that big of a difference putting a few spacers here and there. I think it's more of a comfort thing. I don't actually think it's going to change your gate form if your top tube's like a quarter inch longer or shorter. It's not. Or your crank, or your crank lengths. No, I mean, millimeters longer. I think the biggest thing is finding a gearing and crank ratio that's good for you and not only good for you, but you're able to repeat over the weekend. So for instance, you might be able to, on a day you go to the track when you're doing 10 gates, you could probably do five faster gates with a bigger gear when you're fresh and everything. But over the course of the weekend, when you have to ride a lot and you have a huge volume of riding and you're racing a couple of days and you do a, I don't know, 20, 25 gates on a World Cup weekend, it takes its toll when you're using a bigger gear, especially late in the day when you're tired and there's more stress and stuff. It's a lot harder to push it. And if you're a bit off with a bigger gear, you're more exposed too. So there's all those things to consider that I think a lot of people don't when they're trying to pick a gear. Yeah, I agree. You Like you say exposed. Yeah. Like as soon as you have that slight mistake with the bigger gear, you're going to get thrown off a lot more. Yeah, it's you're, harder. Yeah, you're going to collapse. It's easier to collapse. Like it's easier. It's it's not easy to come through clean. Yeah, and it's harder like late in the day when you're more tired and everything. If you have a big volume with it and you're naturally good with big gears, you're probably fine. But in general, I'd say it's it's a bit harder for sure. Cough, cough, Romain or Vincent, two big gear horses. Speaking <laughs> of big gears, we got to talk to Vincent about the gears he used because they were pretty savage. I heard he used some big ones. Oh, huge, yeah. Like, yeah, 48, you think, you think like 48 16s, I think. For, that's unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask oh him. Maybe that'll be the first thing we ask him. All right, Vinny, real <laughs> quick. All right, what's the biggest gear you've run? <laughs> yeah, pretty savage. Yeah, we got to ask him. But I thought that was an interesting topic because, yeah, everybody likes their own setup. But I was like, at the end of the day, do you think these top guys could adapt it? I think they could. 100% they could. You could throw them on could. anything and they'd be, they'd be fast. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not fast because of the gear they use. No, they're not. Fa- no, that's not the exact reason. You put an amateur rider on their setup; they're not going to be that fast, right? Or even their gate setups, or even their uh, like. You probably run the same times with a bunch of different gears, but it comes down to what they feel comfortable with and what they can repeat consistently on race day. You're better off to have a gear that you can repeat consistently rather than just be a little bit faster and then drop off with like a bigger gear or something. Yeah, I would. I would. I would think so too. Yeah, that's a huge thing to consider. So I think you got to try a gear before you use it at a big race to see how you can handle it over a race weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. It's all about repeating it. Exactly. Exactly. The Sylvan social media check. I hate that guy. Definitely. <laughs> um, the BMX quiz with Liam and the guys. I didn't play because I was playing golf. But did you play? I played along. Yeah. How was it? It was. It was fun actually. The. Uh, it, there were some tough questions. Some were pretty easy, but there were some tough ones, some really old school ones I, I had no clue about. So it was fun. I only got like 68 points. I think there was like 94 points up for grabs. I think I think Jaspers was like one of the top scorers. Yeah. Doesn't surprise he, me. Course, yeah. No, he's just Mr. Stats, right? Yeah. Mr. Stats guy. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's awesome that uh, they did that. It's really cool. And uh, It was fun, fun that it was so public. They had uh, Nikon, Sylvan, uh Kyle, I think those are the other three pros. Yeah, so they had them on playing as well, so it's cool. Yeah, I definitely want to do the next one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to mention too. 
So obviously I know a lot of BMXers are stuck at home and, you know, not being able to train a lot, not being able to go to the track might be out of ideas. So that's kind of why on Facebook, on my Facebook athlete page, I started doing weekly coaching tips that you can do at home uh, with not much equipment. So I started off this Monday and I'm going to post them every Monday. So this Monday I started out with something simple like box jump on a st- on staircase because pretty much everyone has a staircase in their house or one around or whatever. So you can actually mm-hmm. do quite a bit of work on those. So that's my first coaching tip. I'm going to put them out every week so you people can have some ideas of how to train and stay explosive at home. Nice. Good for you. That's awesome, I think. I'm a man of the people, James. I'm a man you of the just, people. <laughs> just a man. Of, just pleasing everyone. Just pleasing uh, all right. Shall we go for it? What'd you say? I was going to say, I think that's great for a lot of younger riders that maybe don't know what to do during this time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's hard because how are you supposed to know what to do at home when you don't have much equipment and stuff? Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah. help, so hopefully helps some BMXers out at home and you can stay fit. Stay sharp. Stay sharp because really you can do a lot with not much. Sure. You can. Yeah, you just got it. You got to improvise. Yeah, you don't need a home gym, although home gyms are wonderful if you have them. But you can do a lot of stuff without them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Vincent Pahone, I mean Pelloward. Should we give him a call? Yeah, let's <laughs> ask. Do 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 oh, there we do, go. do do do. Vin- Hello. Vincent uh, Pahone, I mean Pelloward. Is this is this you? <laughs> Hola, amigos. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Good, good. And you guys? Good. So we were just talking. The first thing we were going to ask you, what's the biggest gear you ever raced with? <laughs> you go straight to the gear. Straight to it. Straight to the well, gear. We we'll want to hear you, the size of that dinner plate. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask you how you are and stuff after, but this is the first question we need to answer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you guys get? I think you told me before you rode like a 4816 in Chula in like 2009. Yeah, that was a 4816. But even worse, than racing it in Chula, I was racing 4816 in DeSoto. You remember DeSoto? No DeSoto? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you the story. Do tell, I was, please. I was in the, I was in the U.S. Um, training in California, and um, I had like three weeks training with the 4816, and I used to go to Bellflower, and uh, like the hill was really flat, and I used to train with Maris. We were we had some gait like maybe twice a week, and um, actually I was going good. I was going good, and even sometime in front of Maris. And then we had uh, the race in this. So I was like, I should try. I should try. I was preparing um, the first World Cup. That was the Olympic year in 2012. So I was preparing the the World Cup. I really like didn't care that much about the race. I was, I'm going to try. And I even all shot Maris once in moto, but uh, only once. I think I did like quarter and semi, nothing, nothing really good. <laughs> I, that's <laughs> insane. But I guess on DeSoto, because the hill's steep, you at least had like a fast one, two, three to get it going. Um, yeah, but I remember like, I think that was semi the day two. I hit the gate. So oh, they, when you eat the you're gate, screwed. you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, you're screwed. yeah, yeah. You just you just fuck your plan with the <laughs> with the big gear, <laughs> especially the gear that so, we're only getting three pedals to the turn. <laughs> how, yeah. is, how is it pedaling on that flat sprint? It's like doing heavy squats. But, you know what? You know what? That was like comfortable to to pedal like this kind of first double. That was I think that was double like pedaling, pedaling double, 
and I think like the reason was better to to get the pedal on those on those jumps and even in Bellflower, I think in Bellflower there was like a pickup manual pedaling something like that. So with a big gear, it's easier, I guess. So it was not that bad. But after a few laps, and when you hit the gate, you're just tired. And if you fuck the gate, you, you, you're done. Yeah, you're fucking loco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how are things in uh, back home in Colombia right now? Well, um, it's getting good. I mean, Colombia is doing like a, a good job with the lockdown. Um, even more like me in Medellin, there is no, no many case. Uh, I think from 11th of May, so that would be like next week, we're going to have like, um, the, we can say like green lights to do some road bikes. Uh, we don't know anything yet about the riding tracks, but I mean, I think we have time. We have time to ride, to ride tracks and, uh, and we'll see, but. It's going good. It's going good. Um, how's your guys' new place? Because you moved into your new house like beginning of this year, right? Yeah, we are really happy. And we, I mean, we were really lucky. We moved to the new house like two weeks uh, before the lockdown. That was maybe like two weeks after Australia. Uh, so a um, lot of work to do, you know, <laughs> some organizing some lights, putting some, some frames, uh, we have a new dog, so we try to educate the dog. <laughs> it's not good, but <laughs> it's like a lot of stuff to do. What kind of dog That's do you kind of, have? It's a, like a German dog, like really mad, a mad one to take care of the house. <laughs> oh, like a guard dog. Like a guard dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But she's nice. She's nice. That's it. It's kind of a good timing then that you guys moved in. You got to get everything set up like without having to worry about anything else, really. That's kind of good. Yeah, you know, yeah, we were lucky. We were lucky, and we put like the pressure. We said to the like to the constructor, we said, when we come back from Australia, we want to be in the house. We we want to to move between World Cups or maybe two weeks before leaving to to Manchester or something. So we we put some pressure on, and uh, we had the house. And now we like we entered the house because we have some space, and we are like um, in meters. Now that would be like nine meters. No. 9,000 feet high. So I get that's good for training. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. You wow. guys are it's such a good place to train with altitude because then you come to sea level and you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, getting, we're getting prepared. I mean, maybe more more prepared for um, a road cycling career, but <laughs> we're getting prepared <laughs> for something. <laughs> was, was, it, uh, was it a big decision? Obviously, it was a huge decision probably going from... Uh, France to Colombia. How was that for you? Uh, yeah, that was huge. That was huge. So um, that was that's a long story. So um, I mean, we got a long time. Yeah, time. I know, I know. <laughs> we had time. We had lockdown. <laughs> um, in September 2018, uh, I switched nationality, but more like for like for walking to get a job here and no more visa to travel and everything to stay more than than six months in a year in Colombia. But that was that's that was like a normal thing for me after getting married to get the, the nationality. And then um I was training to the I was doing track cycling and I was like joking with the with the coach from track cycling and told me, ah you should switch. Now you're Colombia, you should switch for the from the UCI and you you should do the move. 
I was ah yeah yeah that that would be nice that would be nice, and the coach uh, he didn't say anything to me. But few weeks after, uh, they had a workup, and he asked to someone from the UCI uh, how is it to to do the switch, and um, the coach just texted me and even sent me the the like the paper the official paper to do the move, and I was ah oh, should I do it should I not do it, and it took me like three months. To make the decision, but um, I think at the end it was like a normal decision for me to to make the decision. I was feeling like Colombian. I was tri- traveling with the national team. I mean the same logistic. I was having a lot of time with them. Um, I was feeling a bit far from the from the French system uh, since I was living to in Colombia. So um, I think that was that was a big decision, but I think that was normal decision. And um, at the end, I'm just really happy with the decision. I'm in the in the move to, to qualify for the Olympics. I'm having a good time. I'm learning new stuff, and it's it's like a new motivation, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of curious of how maybe other people from Colombia took it. So, like, cause obviously, you talk about now you're trying to go to the Olympics for Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, were people maybe? I won't say jealous, but were they a little frustrated when they switched to Colombia under that brand? Yeah, um, that's that's the reality. That's the reality. Yeah, there that's, is that's jealous tough. people, but I know. But you know, I think when you have this kind of situation, and when you are Colombian forever, you have two two options: or you are jealous, and you're just finding like excuses to 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 people, or you just train train harder. And you do your best to be better than this person. So um, I don't know. Deep, I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm good with it. Um, my switch was legal. I did everything legal with the UCI. So I, I don't really care about other opinions. I figured. Let's be real, mate. If anybody gets upset at like. Your wife is Colombian. It's not like you're just randomly switching to a country. Yeah, here, right? I mean that's that's just how it goes. Like that's just yeah. Well, yeah, you're Colombian. Yeah, it's just not really common from someone to switch nationality, and um, it could seem like calculated two years before Olympics. But it's my dream. It's a new option. It's legal, so I'm good. I'm good with the decision. You, I was gonna say, what's calculated is the people that switch from a big country to just their like heritage country that's very small and they don't have a program, and that's more strategic, I think. Yeah, and that that was like I was saying, I was uh, I was feeling a bit like far from the French system. Uh, I was living here. Uh, I was not racing anymore in 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 France. Um, there is some some seasons. I think I had some good seasons with some semi and World Cups. And um, this, they were sending like, other people to, to, to the world. And worlds, when, when it's not an impure, the world, it's the race of the year. So I was a bit sad about, about it. And there's another, another thing is um, before the, the World Cup in Paris in 2008, um, I did some tests with the tricycling coach from France. And uh, he said to me after the test, you're good. Um, you can be better. Uh, I mean, we are interested to, to have you in the team, but you have to make a decision. Or you go to BMX or you go to track cycling. And um, Colombian was not asking for, 
for like uh, a choose from BMX or track cycling. So it helped me also to, to make the decision. Life, lifestyle wise, like France and Colombia are pretty different uh, culturally and everything. And just the way, you know, just in different countries, different parts of the world. How is that adaptation? Do you like the Colombian way of living and everything? I think I think Tori, you could you could answer it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's honestly I love Colombia. It's such a cool culture. I I really I love Colombia. Yeah, that was that's good. That's good. And you know, I'm on the road to 30 years old, and uh, I was looking for a new motivation. And um, I think the spirit is good. The spirit is good in the team. Yeah, it's not a really really big team, but we have uh, enough to to be to perform on the on the races. And um, and people people is good. People is good with me, and um, and uh, I love the culture. I love the the spirit, and um, I think even the spirits can help me on the track. They are, you know how how they are. They are hungry. Uh, they every like every time they want more. <laughs> yeah, you have to be fast on the track. <laughs> yeah, so, the club is like a height, though, so I can understand that. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want energy. to have any Colombian behind you. Oh fuck no! <laughs> so like, I'm trying to put some some fear in my riding because I used to have a, a good first rate, but um, I used to get past. <laughs> So I'm trying to get better on the track, and when you train with those guys, and you have to be fast, or you're fast, or you or you lose. I was saying uh, <laughs> before we before we had you on when we were training with PH and stuff, when we were training together. We were perfect training partners because what, like your strengths and my strengths were opposite, and our weaknesses were opposite. It was perfect. Yeah, exactly. And maybe the the sad part would be we didn't have enough time together. Yeah, I think and, so. Uh, and but we had we had fun and PH was a great coach and I think thanks to him now I can I can train alone and doing my plans for myself and uh, but we had we had, we had really good time I remember some really, you remember some the good the, the track session in Pern I think you you got a flat tire or something oh my god I crashed in so the bad yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so do tell do tell so me Vincent and Sylvan were riding together at. Apparently Fontaine, which is one of the home tracks we raced, we rode at in France and we were doing half laps. And so we were doing like third and fourth half laps at the beginning of the session. And so we were, as we were pedaling out of the second turn, I think I, my front tire, like, like, you know, when you're following someone, your front tire, whatever, like skids against Sylvan's back, someone's back tire. You just kind of yeah, like rubs it. Yeah. So I buzzed yeah. this tire. Didn't think anything of it. We jump into the last turn and my tire just explodes and I eat shit in the asphalt. <laughs> Like I landed and it was like a gunshot, just boom, and I just hit the deck. So oh, and obviously, and obviously, Surrey had no tire, so PH had to go back to the house. <laughs> yeah, it was like half hour. It was probably like, it's probably like thirty minute drive. So I didn't. I think I had a tube, but I didn't have an extra tire, and it blew the entire sidewall of the tire. So he drove back and came back, and then we rode the rest of the session like an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I think even. Sylvan left. Yeah, I think he, he did too. too much and just left. He just left. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> he, Sylvan. He was over it. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Guys. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, oh, went to, we went to that race in Denmark. Oh, yeah. We were sketchy. 
We were really sketchy. <laughs> I think you were back. So yeah, I was back from injury. There was a big, there were like a big, big triple and a big win. And I, I was sketchy. I was sketchy, really, really sketchy. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think you really got models. It was, Sorry, it, I, I think you got models there. Yeah, I got so I made the main the first day, and then got motored the second day, or like when I ate the second day, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> consistency story. Consistency yeah, yeah, story. <laughs> I remember because it was my first race back from my broken ankle, and so I made the main the first day, and the second day it was super windy, so I just didn't take any risks. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh. You, we haven't went to the challenge. Side. Yeah, we did the we did the amateur side, and dude, that hill was that's the flattest hill I've ever rode in my life. Yeah, ah, flat and really fast gate, fast, fast gate. The gate was impossibly fast, and the gate was so flat it was hard to balance. Really, it's uh, James is like the t uh, Simona's home track. I'm trying to think. I don't know oh, yeah, if I ever rode her home one, but. I think I know, I've seen the video of you guys racing it and I remember seeing the start and I was just oh, baffled by how it was, it was. It was something else because we rode, <laughs> we rode, uh, what's the, what's that, uh, one we rode in France that was really flat hill before they changed it? Um, you know the one I'm talking about? One? They had the amateur European championships there a couple of years ago. It used to be super flat hill and they changed it to like I'm a five Sarion. 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 So we rode oh, Sarion. Yeah, you couldn't even, yeah, you couldn't even be on the gate. And if there were like a bit, a bit of side wind, you couldn't be on the gate. Yeah. You had to put pressure Seriously? on your front pedal or else you'd fall over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And then we went to the race in Denmark and it was even flatter. <laughs> yeah. That was flatter. flatter. I, w I definitely fall over in that gate. I, I would I'd be that guy. I'd look up at the lights and I'd fall over. Dude, it was so hard because the gate was so fast too. You like, you couldn't oh, time yeah. it. You couldn't even do yeah. it. <laughs> you had That's to try brutal. like a slingshot. Just try it. Try it. <laughs> where did so? Uh, speaking of gate, where did you? Obviously, you have a really good start. We were talking about before in our intro that we think you're the one of the fastest starters, if not the fastest starter in BMX. So, how did you? How did you get your gate former? How did you kind of find what works for you? Because you tend to lean back farther than most people, but you create a lot of speed in your form. I mean, I think um, maybe the difference with many people, uh, many people with the gate. Maybe they just think too much uh, about position, about the neck, about the back, about the about the elbow, about the pressure. I think my difference is just I'm in the back and I have to go in the front, putting pressure in my pedal, and that's it. I think I try to put um, as less detail as possible to make it simple and make it fast, and uh, for sure to make it like consistent. I think that's that's the key of the that's the key for BMX races to be consistent on the gate. Agreed. That, that is really is yeah. We talked about that before. Consistency is everything when it comes to that. Yeah, because you can you can have the, I mean you can have the the best time on BMX results the day before the race, but if you have the the time number one and the, your second time is the number fifty, <laughs> you know you're not you're not you're not going really far. At the race, you have to be consistent, and um, I think it's better to have a good, like ninety percent from the perfect gate than having like a hundred percent, like the perfect perfect gate ever, but just once in your racing day. 
Yeah, that was actually kind of what we were just talking about before we had you on. Like, it's better to just be able to have like a gear and a setup and everything that you can just repeat under pressure when you're tired, everything rather than just be able to light up a few gates and then tail off a little. Yeah, well, the only thing is would be like to be a machine like Mary's was able to be like in, in the final, you could be like 110%. It was, it was, <laughs> it was impressive. I'm, a, I'm about to light this shit up. He was, he was a special character, that guy, so. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the GOAT, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People like him don't come around very often. No. With your gate form, yeah, Lina, you, do, you, do you prefer a fast gate or a slow gate? Because leaning that far back, in my opinion, I would think that it'd be more beneficial to have a slower gate so you have time to get forward, but uh, I don't know. What do you prefer? Oh, Vinny likes him fast. You like yeah, fast I, like, I, like it I like it fast because my reaction is fast and my move is fast. So if the gate uh, is slow, um, no, <laughs> it can't. And you know, um, in my gate, um, there is two things like I never change. Only two things. You can change the pedal, but the the two things I, I will never change would be um, starting moving at the red light. Mm-hmm. And doing like a hundred percent speed movement, because if I know my gait would be good with the ninety percent, I know if I'm in the final, I'm not gonna do a ninety percent move. I'm gonna do hundred percent move, and I'm gonna hit the gate for sure. So uh, yeah, I think, yeah. like for me, the two keys um, always on the red light, and always like the top speed. See, I always like hear people talk about that, but I. I s- is it the new dog? <laughs> Mariana's home. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? <laughs> Mariana's home. <laughs> I always had, I often, sometimes with gates, I could just look at the red light if it was a bit slow. Okay. Okay, dog. We're doing a podcast, dog. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't with the dog. Now, going sleeping. So it was, t- it was tough sometimes. Like I found sometimes I could like see the red light and then delay a little bit and go. But other times I just had to stare at the first yellow and go or else I would hit it if it was a slow gate. Yeah, it's exactly. That's, that's what happened sometimes. I remember, um, like for example, before the random gate, I was, I was moving at the, I think that was the, the second light. I think like the first orange. And, but that was okay because it was, you knew when when the light was coming, but with the random, oh, it's really hard to it's calculate yeah, when, yeah. when you want you want to move. Yeah, it's tough. You got to be so you got to like I, I on slow gates. I'd have to remind myself like, okay, when the red light comes, don't go like just chill. You got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to do that. Yeah, you can't, like I think yeah. most people don't like slow gates because it's just it's tough because you want to, mm-hmm. especially in the later rounds, you want to just explode. I, th- I think it's fine to. Yeah, be, exactly. I mean, there's some people that think that's a skill, being able to be patient. I don't like that. I don't like that. I like the skill of being able to ra- react and just sprint all out. I kind of think it's like a hundred meter sprinter. They don't hit. They don't shoot the starting gun and then be like, "Okay, wait, go." Like you just yeah. react to it. I think we should have something like that where you just got to react to it. Like the gate yeah. should be. I don't think you should be able to hit the gate necessarily. I think you just react. You should have to just react. Mm-hmm. So imagine, imagine with the under 100 meter sprint rules, I think I would be like disqualified oh, every yeah. time. Oh yeah, you'd be out of every race. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you'd be out of every race. 
Yeah, your reaction. I remember every time. <laughs> I remember a race. I remember a race. I think that was like a third moto at the Disney Cup in Orlando, and um, I moved before the before the gate dropped, and um, I like I fucked up the gate of everyone. I just did an all shot, and <laughs> I don't know if you remember the track, but you you better all shot in Orlando. Oh yeah, because the first race yeah, was yeah. like twenty five meters. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember like. Uh, David Herman was thinking like I was doing it on purpose. That that was my technique. But <laughs> it was never like no, I would never do that for uh, in purpose. That would be that would be really bad, really hard to control. It. It's impossible to do it on purpose. You you just if yeah. that's what you're thinking of to do that, you'd completely mess up yourself. It's not realistic. No. Yeah, I think you just yeah first uh, before like uh, when you practice fucked up the gate of the other one first you just fucked up your gate and because uh, sometimes I just move and when I come in the back the gate the gate is dropping and now it's too late <laughs> you start, see you guys <laughs> see you later <laughs> well Vin, yeah, if, exactly, if you never exactly. if you never change your 100% movement forward off the gate what happens when you do get to a slow gate do you just lean even further back or how do you adjust yeah I just put my my body in the back like really 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 in the back and really stretch and um i think like people would would think the the opposite but i put my pedal down when with the slow gate because when i put my my pedal down i I have like less i have like less pressure on the pedal so the bike is going back a little bit more like a slingshot so i have i have more time to uh, to go to the gate Interesting. Hmm. Well, you got to find those last little details that work for you because there's a, I mean, there's a baseline for everyone, but you got to find all those last little details that you can adjust gate to gate, hill to hill and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's very technical. That's why I like the, um, that's why I like the gate. It's, it's really, it's really hard. It's really, it's, you have almost to be like a scientist to understand the movement and everything. For sure. Yeah. Um, so your career wise, you had a successful career and you've always been really fast at the world cups, but, um, you're one of the very fastest riders who hasn't made a world cup final yet. I'll say yet. Cause I think you will. Um, I'm sure that's obviously been a goal for you for a long time. Yeah. I mean, um, that's the goal, you know, that's the goal and I'm getting closer. Um, I remember like having the hardest semi I had was 2016 in Manchester. Last turn. Last turn. Last turn. Oh I yeah. The crash and I, I took, I took the Joey's bike. In the last turn, I couldn't pedal and it just passed me. That was that was really sad. But um, I know, I don't know if, if I would get it, but I'm always racing and uh, competing to do, to do my best. And um, I know, like the day I will be in a good condition, really, really good condition, and. Not only on the gate, not only physically, but good on the track. Um, I will, I will get it. I will get it, and that's a good. That's still a good motivation for me. Um, I know you worked with a, a sports psych, and it's helped you the last years. If you, I don't know how much you want to share, whatever. But how big of an impact has that made on you, and and how's it helped you improve as a rider? Yeah, it's really. Meant- Oh. And uh, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. And uh, I still have to improve. 
And um, I think I think someone was saying like a few days ago, uh, it's like a 30% strength, 30% like uh, track speed, and 40% mental. And I think that was Lauren Reynolds saying that. And then um, I'm agree, I'm agree. It's a package and you have to be good. And um, I know, I know that they call me sometimes the, like the team killer, but I wish I could be the, the full lap killer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sooner or later, we'll probably end up start calling you the, the full lap killer. I know. Where was, exactly. the, where was the World Cup last year? You were really pulling, but you didn't cut someone off in the semi or something. And I told you after racing. I feel like that was somewhere last I've, year. I do remember Tori saying that. Wasn't that Argentina or, or was something? It, was it Australia this year or was it last year or something? I can't remember. Do you remember, Vinny? <laughs> um, maybe Sherpa from this year. Yeah, it might have been that. I was like, Vinny! <laughs> oh, yeah, you made the semi in Shepparton this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was, that was, yeah, that was a good race. That was a good race. Yeah, you were and, going uh, fast. Yeah, I was going fast, and I did a big mistake on the on day two. I was I was going fourth, and um, and I was uh, I think there was Corbin behind me. I just gazed a little bit, and you know when it's Corbin behind you, and you don't you don't have yeah you can you can have mistakes. Well, the guy's too smooth. So, for that. Yeah, and too smooth. And then I was I was in the I was watching the the race and watching James Palmer. <laughs> Pulling out. What, what, what were you Jimmy watching? Jimmy T Bone. <laughs> what were you watching? Oh my God, his ass now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, let's let's get Vinny. Vinny, what did you think about it? <laughs> I want to hear hey. You're sitting behind the gate, and then you see that you're like, okay, oh boy. <laughs> before we get into, before we get into that, so we call him Zero Responsibility Eddie. Vincent Vincent no. Vincent gave him the nickname. No, no. Like to be honest. I have nothing to, to say because the day before I almost did the same to Isaac Kennedy. So that was for the spot in the final. So I was a bit late and uh, I didn't put him out. But I think, yeah, Jimmy, that was a little bit no, too think, straight. You know? A little bit too straight. I think there's a difference. I went straight and ran into him. You pulled the brakes and put a foot down. I think you should have went for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still, exactly. we would have started calling him Vinny T-Bone <laughs> yeah but you know sometimes the, the one foot is useful to turn like old school like old school the old school the, the old school dirt turn move yeah, yeah yeah but I think I mean with your move James yeah that, that was that was a bad one that was a bad one but I think we can we can understand we can understand yeah. we know we know your goal uh, we know the um, the situation. You have to perform on the on every race, every point count. So um, I understand. I mean, it's not it's not really a, it's not a beautiful move, but I can understand. How did Tori turn this act? I mean, we already talked about this. We already know it's a bad yeah. move. What were we talking about again? We're <laughs> jackass. I we think turned this around. No, Vinny's Vinny's the one who brought it up. Vinny brought it up. <laughs> 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 uh, did you yeah. listen? Did you listen to that show with Eddie? It was a good one. That yeah, that was nice. That was nice. That was nice. I was eating. That was nice. Me and Rich were eating popcorn on the other side. Like, like you said, you made him famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
that was Human fucking classic. Um, yeah. What else we got? Oh, how is it? Uh, so obviously you moved to Columbia and whatnot and being married to someone like Mariana, who's obviously really well known in Columbia. How has that been an adjustment? Because obviously it changes. I mean, it changes your life too, because you're in the public eye as well there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different, but um, it's good. You, you have to take like the, the positive energy from, from that people. And, and um, I mean, sometimes you have, you have to be like, to be a bit, not bad with them, but you have to tell them there is some intimacy. You have to respect the, uh, our life. We want to enjoy time. Maybe like, for example, when you go to the restaurant, at least, they can wait till the end for for asking a picture or something like that. But it's it's good. It's a good energy, and you know, and also you have to take the the opportunity from from this. Uh, it it opens some doors for for a lot of stuff, for a lot of projects. So um, yeah, it's it's only positive. It's only positive. No, it's really cool because it opens a lot of uh, doors for you guys to kind of use your branding to start, I don't know. I know you have some, uh, CrossFit gyms and that kind of thing. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. From, for the gym, from four club, it's, it's really helpful. Uh, we can have, uh, some help from, from many people. And even from me, you know, you know how it works now. Um, some brands, they prefer to have, um, like some, a person with a lot of followers on, on, social network than having the watch champ. So, so it's, it's opened some doors and I have some really, really good brands with me. Uh, thanks, thanks to the followers. I have to be honest. Yeah. Um, like for being the husband of Mariana, not from being myself. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> even some people, they, they just, they, they call me, they know my name as the husband of, but it's, fine, it's, it's fine. crazy. Man. <laughs> I remember when me and you, I remember when I was staying with you and Mariana, uh, in December, like four years ago after the Olympics, uh, me and you were at the mall and you were shopping for, uh, Mariana's Christmas present. A couple people came up to you and asked if you're Mariana's husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember. And that was, that was a small, um, uh, like mall center. I think that was that way we bought the um, yeah the present from the yeah. from the birthday I guess yeah yeah that was that was cool that's funny that was cool. yeah but it's, cool. yeah, it's funny it's funny and uh, um, yeah I think that's that's the word it's it's funny it's funny yeah because it's I find it really interesting just because it's like you two of you are probably it's not many like you two might be and Maris probably when it goes back to Latvia are probably the only ones that really get have that kind of notoriety in their home country. Like not really anyone else in BMX has that. So I, I just think it's really interesting. It's a kind of a different life you two live. Yeah. And, and I think like the big difference, like for example, we are a football player. Um, a football player is, is famous, but he's not leaving the country. I think Mariana is one of the, yeah, yeah. the only one who is famous in living in the, in the city um, spending some time in the city, so that that's made the um, that's made the difference. And I think you 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 saw how it, how it is, but I think a lot of people cannot imagine how crazy it is uh, for for Mariana to to be famous and to be like um, yeah a personality here. Yeah, it's like walking through the mall. It's like walking with some, like um, 
walking with like Selena Gomez in the U.S. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and like normally we we see like the positive part, but sometimes you have crazy people and 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 a lot of people they love they love Mariana, but sometimes you have to accept that some people they, they don't they don't like her and but they are bad. So sometimes you have to be careful and uh, you have to get some security and yeah. Yeah, there's because you you never know you never know it's the like people are going crazy and uh, you never know can what can happen. No, there's a lot of jealous, spiteful people in the world. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and yeah, we all know. We just yeah, you saw you saw what what happened in to in Canada a few weeks ago with yeah. someone killing people. So it could happen to everyone. Yeah, it's, to everyone, it's awful. Let's uh. Yeah. Let's talk about some perks. So what are some perks about it? Like, <laughs> like flying, like when Mariana came on the podcast and she's told me at times, or you guys have that, like for instance, after the Olympics, you at the airport, you just walked right onto the plane and that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's part of, part of the life. It's part of the, it's part of the, um, the different life. And, uh, but sometimes you also, you also take the opportunity. Sometimes you, you just book your flight. Uh, in economy, in the back, you go to last seat, and uh, and um, they just you just go in the plane with a big smile, and they see you going on the right to the back to the plane. <laughs> you, oh no, no, like, no! Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, where are you going? We have we have two seats. We have two seats available in the front. If do you, you want to actually fly? Oh. Do you want to fly the plane? You can fly it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Even sometimes hey, that that's happening. I mean, not not driving the the plane but going the front with the pilots and oh, uh, learning so cool. some stuff and and uh landing with them it's it's that's those stuff when when i told you that the um, the situation opened some doors that's that's part of this that's really cool yeah that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah that's that's crazy that's crazy even sometimes like few few weeks ago a few weeks ago, I got stopped by the by the policeman by the policeman, and um, I think like the like the technical the technical test on my car um, was was uh, are you say that like late? Oh, like outdated. I had to like do out, it again. Like outdated or not renewed or something. Yeah, exactly. And so thanks for being my husband. They didn't tell me anything, and uh, they just let me go and. Sometimes you just have to take the positive <laughs> part of this. <laughs> yeah, cool. Thanks, officer. See you later. <laughs> you want a video? You want a video from uh, from Mariana? <laughs> Say hi to the family. <laughs> we can take care of this. <laughs> hey, even at the beginning, I remember uh, when I when I went first to Colombia, Mariana had some posters in the door of the of the car. And I was asking, what is it for? No, just in case the police stop me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, James, imagine there, I, I just got some posters in my truck. I get pulled over. Hey, man, you want a poster? I got like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I think even I'll worse. I think even bro. worse. Yeah, it'll be like, every car's every car got some poster already signed from Mariana for everybody from the family. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's walking. So, it's walking. Yeah, I imagine. I'm curious now, Vinny. So, what are your plans, kind of moving forward here? Obviously, you've talked about you're 
goals to go to the Olympics still for Colombia. Um, are you still planning on racing track more? Are you trying to do both at the same time? Uh, what, what are your plans moving forward? Um, well, I'm I'm still riding tri cycling. Um, it's part of my training. I'm gonna try to to ride the national this year if we have any national champ this year. And um, but the federation has been clear with me. Um, we do like a, we did like a contract. Um, I'm in the game for for going to the Olympics for for BMX, so I have to focus on this and. Um, and the track cycling, they, they like they finished the, the qualification for the Olympics, and the team team sprint didn't qualify, so I'm gonna focus on on BMX. And then before to, the, after Tokyo, um, I will think I will think about this. I really like this sport, um, and um, we'll see we'll see how is the motivation, how is the how is everything. We'll see. I think you're made for track cycling. Track cycling, you got so much torque, you'd be great at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's funny. I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm not a big fan of the sport, but I can see an opportunity. And um, the team, the team is nice. The people there, they are nice. So and maybe, maybe I could think about Paris 2024. So um, we'll see. We'll see after 10. First, we want to to have a, a family. Um, after Tokyo and we see always the, the motivation for the sport. Yeah, that's fair. It's funny, people, there's so many BMXers that I think could be so good because of their power. They could be so good on the, the track sprint bike. But coming from the BMX track, it's just so boring to have to train to go in circles. Like you get, I don't, I don't see the fun in it other than going to race and dominate. A lot of the time too, like BMX training on the track and stuff is really fun, but training for uh, yeah. tracks like can be really brutal. Like a, a lot of long lactic sprints, it'd be tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's really boring to go around and like even <laughs> straight up. This is boring. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> like the the warm up, the warm up in uh, in Colombia is uh is like twenty minutes going like every time faster. So you start it from like really slow and you go you go fast, and after the twenty minutes you have like ten laps. Um, going faster and faster in the last two laps they are really really hard I'm always like almost throwing up after the, the warm up so imagine those, those guys doing it like four times a week um, no no thank you no thank you yeah, no, no thanks sounds, sounds, <laughs> no, no, sounds that. awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's a good I think that's a good sport that's a good sport and when you see like the Dutch guy um, they are the best. They are all from from BMX. Um, they are having a lot of medals. But I think I, if I switch to track cycling, I will still go riding BMX at least at least once in a week, at least. Yeah. So Vinny, yeah, you, you have to. I feel like to keep the fun. Biggest question. Yeah, keep it fun. Biggest question. What's a better crash? The one where you took out the camera guy in Copenhagen in 2000, <laughs> 2000, like, I think it was 2010 or where you, Ten. where you hit the plant in Paris off the track. Oh, cause you seriously, those are the two I, of the best crashes I've ever seen. The one where you have <laughs> the one where you hit the camera, the one where you hit the camera guy, the one where you hit the camera guy in Copenhagen was unreal. It was Liam. It was Liam who pushed you too, right? Yeah. He pushed me. Oh, God, that's awesome. 
I'm looking it up right Jeff, now. Yeah, I remember, it, see, but I haven't watched. I've you, seen it. Oh, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it for a couple years. Okay, let's uh, let's post. I'll post it on Coffee Chatter this week. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome because you get both views. You get the side view where Vincent cleans out the camera guy, and then you get the camera guy's view where it's just Vincent coming straight at him. <laughs> I broke his nose. You knew this. No, I you, broke his nose. Really? Yeah, I'm not yeah, surprised. I broke his nose. I'm not surprised. I mean, something had to break for sure. <laughs> like, I remember after after the race. After the race, I went to to like the rescue tent and uh, looking for the guy. He, they told me, no, he just left with the ambulance. He broke his nose. I was, no way. I think they were, this one was really scary from for him. For him. Oh, hell but yeah. But the one is in Paris that was really scary for me. Yeah, like you could have really hurt your back. Yeah. And I remember like the, the in Copenhagen, the disc crash. So I went through the, the screen because this camera was filming the race at the moment so the screen went like grey like, I'm watching it right now <laughs> just kill the screen I just kill the screen <laughs> and uh, I remember I finished the lap so I, I crashed but I was good I finished the lap I went to the tent and looking for my phone I had like two missed uh, calls from my dad and my mom <laughs> yeah, just to check if I was good before before passing the finish line, there was they were they were already like calling me. That was really funny. <laughs> those, yeah, those were two of the best crashes I've ever seen. That camera slam is just all time. And that was that was the moment of the UCI BMX award. And um, yes, Kono won the, the the crash of the year. But I think I deserved it this year. Which one was his? Which crash did he have that year? Kono um, won when he was leading the world. Oh yeah, no, your camera slam should have won for sure. <laughs> was way better. Was way better, but that was not for the that was not for the world title. True, true. <laughs> you almost you almost won our award. You almost. Al- you almost won the chatty last time. Almost. Almost won the yeah, chatty. Yeah, I got second. I got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, got second, we got to we got to start making notes for chatties this year too. We should make some notes from Australia. That's, that's a good point. We yeah. Can. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, yeah. And how is it? How is it for you guys? The lockdown in Canada. Um, I mean, pretty much everything's closed except like the essential businesses, like stores and that kind of stuff. Restaurants is just pickup only. You're not supposed to really go anywhere unless you need to. Um, luckily, like they still have parks open so people can walk and that kind not, of stuff. You're not really supposed to play golf. No, that's fun. that's totally fine. Actually, like our Ministry of Health said, that's a good, safe activity. That's good. Yeah, because you're out. I mean, you can out. You're out walking, not around anyone, and just using your own stuff. So they said it's safe. Yeah. So a lot of the courses had closed, but now they're all reopened. I think we could do the same with BMX. We could do the same, like maybe three, four riders in the track, um, at least two times one hour every week that would be good i, I mean at least for professional yeah for i think professional week. i think if you limit the amount of riders you could do it and then you just do every two lanes on the gate like go like one three five seven if you do that yeah exactly if you do that exactly. and then limit limit the riders yeah I, I don't see why you couldn't have it open for like limited practice the only problem is you can't have an open gate practice because then everyone's waiting beside each other and staging and in the gate and there's just too many people but 
Yeah, I, I'm agree. Yeah. I'm agree. Yeah, I think I think it's a, it'd be a, it'd be something safe I to do. I agree. And uh, when you see, I think German guys they are they're riding now. Yeah, yeah, something it'd be safe. I think if you could just limit it. Yeah, I've seen the Florida guys. Yeah, that would be a bit of even stopped. Florida. Yeah, they didn't close at all. I don't know if they closed, but they've been able to ride a lot. Luckily, but by the sounds of it, I was just checking Souza's Instagram, and he was saying they've still been able to ride and get out there to the tracks at least to. I don't know if they're doing training sessions, but they've been riding. So yeah, I mean, if it's just a few pros or if it's like a private session, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you stay away from each other, basically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, how is it training with, because uh, obviously Mariano races, how is it training with, do you guys train together or do you do your own thing or what do you guys do typically? I mean, the good part of, uh, of this is I can organize my training and... Um, we try, I mean, for now, it's really easy. We go to the gym. The gym is, is in the garage and uh, we go to, I mean, the sprint is uh, next to the house. But normally we try to, like, to manage to to have the same training at the same time. And, um, um, yeah, we go to the track together and uh, we have the, the local group with some elites, elite riders. And, um, yeah, we manage to, to train together. Uh, Vinny, I saw you doing some single leg squats the other day. Um, I got to talk about how much weight was on that bar. I didn't see it close <laughs> enough to see how much weight was on, but I think that's as much as I double leg squat. And that was uh, 165 uh, kilos. Oh my god! And uh, that's that's what that's my favorite movement uh, from gym, and I think it's really 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 useful. And um, I'm like, if you ask me, my clean my clean is shit <laughs> <laughs> See, me and Vinny were completely opposite i was really good at cleans and not as good as the strength stuff Vinny's the opposite <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i remember oh yeah i was in love with the uh, sorry movement doing clean i was in love <laughs> <laughs> uh, i loved Vinny's back squat oh thank you <laughs> um james we got anything else before we get into quick shots for Vinny? no i think we can hop into those Vinny, do you Vinny, know yeah, go. For, are you familiar with Quick Shots? No, yeah, that was good. That was good to meet up with you guys, and uh, um, I hope to see you guys really, really soon. Um, no, you're not leaving. You're not leaving yet. We're doing the Quick Shot questions. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, okay, I thought you were saying bye. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not. We're not letting you go yet. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. Okay. Do you know the Quick Shot questions? Yeah. Ah, uh, he's, li- he, he's a listener. Yeah, he's a fan of the show. Friend of the show. All right, James, my computer died. So the ones you wrote down, you'll have to read, but I got them some off Coffee Chatter. All right, I will read uh, I'll read the ones here then. All right, uh, Vinny, first question. Who is your toughest competitor? Toughest? Toughest. Um, yeah. I would say um, Rinkerin. Because he's a really good starter. Yep. Oh, both you guys. Yeah, good starters. Um, from Tommy Gun Cycles, who do you want to put over a turn? <laughs> I love this. Um, it's, a good, it's a good question. I love it. He's going to say Mariana. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I think that would be like a Brazilian guy would push me out like a few years ago in Argentina uh, out of the last turn. So that would be for him. To give it back. Didn't you get, was it didn't Dos, you get sent over the last turn? Was it Dos Rios or something? Was it Rios? Yeah, yeah exactly. I remember. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. That's fair. That was that was a C one, a C one, and in Argentina, but it, it was really bad. I think even worse than James with Eddie. Oh, that's saying something. <laughs> and it was for, it, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was for like third. It was for like second or third in the C one, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, great. <laughs> Classic. And the day after, the day after this race. I was leading the semi. I stopped in the last straight. I got passed by uh, uh, Gonzalo Molina, and uh, the final were cancelled. So I got oh, there. I remember, I remember that, that. Yeah, yeah that was 2014. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a new experience for me. All right, James, you got the rest, James. All right. Yeah, um, exactly. Any superstitions? Um, touching my helmet before the gate. I think I've seen you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Always. When the, okay. when the voice, when the voice starting, I'm touching my helmet. Okay. Oh, you, oh yeah. This. You do do that. You always grab the mouthpiece. Exactly. You like stand exactly. up, you'll stand yeah. up, you'll stand up and then take your left hand off and like fuck with the mouthpiece. Exactly. Yeah. And a few more, but I cannot tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, actually, I got one. What's your uh, favorite Netflix, Netflix show? Uh, Casa de Papel. Yeah, uh, Mutt's Money Heist, right? Oh yeah, that was this one is good. Did you yeah. see, did you see it, guys? Yeah. So our last show, I was talking about it because I think you told me it was really good. So I watched it. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's excellent. It's very good. Yeah. I, uh, I have to finish like uh, Walking Dead. As you told me. Oh yeah. I, 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 I know Terry is a big fan. I was here's I was and I watched it all the time, but I stopped watching it a couple of years ago and I haven't watched it since. Maybe I should get back yeah, on it. Yeah, it's always the same. Always the same. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, fair. Um Supercross or regular hill tracks? Supercross. My man. <laughs> My oh, sorry, you don't have <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Chipotle or In N Out? But- Oh, Chipotle. I miss it. All right. Uh, I miss it so much. Arepas or pain au chocolat? Pain au chocolat. Ah, you're still French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could be a pro in any other sport, um, what sport would it be? Oh, I think I know the answer, but I want to wait till you say it first. Tennis player. Yes, I knew you were going to say tennis player. Tennis player. <laughs> I knew you were going to say tennis, yeah. That's a good one. When I, when I was... When I was 40, 14, uh, I had the option to choose from um, tennis or BMX, but I took BMX. When you, when you and Mariana have a, a son or a daughter, what's the first thing you're going to hand them? A tennis racket or a bicycle? A racket. A racket. Golf nice. club. <laughs> golf club. <laughs> a golf, <Trick> club. <laughs> golf club. My kid is going to have a golf club in his or her hands before they can walk. <laughs> you see Maris's you see Maris's little yeah, boy yeah he's good. so he's cute good. He's yeah good. Maris is gonna get he's him on the tour the he's gonna get him he's on the tour the ball every time yeah 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 I like it. it's a free excuse to go play golf you just tell your wife oh I'm going to you know practice with our son <laughs> my son wants to go to the range <laughs> I gotta go to the range with him um <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I think this is an easy one for Vinny. Would you rather do a race with three chainring bolts or three stem bolts? With what? Would you rather do a race with only three chainring bolts in or only three stem bolts in? 
three chambers. Did you not see the video I posted <laughs> like two weeks ago? <laughs> no. You didn't see the one? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> oh. Fuck. So you you psychopaths want to try a race without that? Let me know how it goes. No, no, no. I think that I think that that's the nightmare of BMX racers. Yes. It, it, yeah, it definitely is. Hundred percent. Because you likely oh. with especially the amount of force you put in your pedals, the thing's just going to explode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> All right. Although uh, I, w- I will say it's better that it happens right out of the gate than happens at the bottom of the hill or out of a corner because oh, oh. then you're dead. Oh yes, yeah, for sure. True. Uh, okay. Would you rather do a full lap on the Medellin Supercross track uh, with your long seat post in, or completely <laughs> naked with your helmet and clip shoes? Naked, naked yeah, forever. You have to go naked. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. you, you gotta go naked. <laughs> Can you imagine? And just, I have one. I have one. Would you guys go BMX Supercross track in Medellin, naked with helmet of <laughs> the gears with no helmet? Say it again. Naked with helmet or what? Or like with the with the all the gear with no helmet? Oh, I I would go helmet. Wait, what's the naked other with helmet. So you either go naked with, naked with a helmet or go with all your gear with no helmet. Can you imagine riding with no helmet? Oh, You'd fuck. oh boy, no. I don't do I don't I don't no, uh, you, part it, no. You gotta protect your eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know you know what might be <laughs> like, the worst part about <laughs> the worst part about doing a lap <laughs> doing a lap naked would be like when you're standing in the gate and there's the pause between the lights and then you're just aware. <laughs> it's like watch the gate and you're like, yep, I'm naked. You can, you can just feel your drunk swaying in the wind up there. You're like, yep, I'm about to do a gate completely naked. This is how oh, I'm going to no. wait for the pause now. You know what? Oh, you probably, if you get a good gate, you'll probably beat your, your fucking hill time because you got no clothes. You'll be so aerodynamic. You probably barely even need to power. Yeah. Oh, until you just like... Oh, can you imagine just sliding out like in an asphalt don't, corner? Don't, don't. You don't would even. be so fucked up. Don't even. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Don't even imagine. Like no. you imagine, you know that, you know when you crash and you have that moment before you crash, like you know you're going to and there's nothing you can do about it. That would yeah. be just 10 times worse. You know you're going to crash and you're like, I'm naked and I'm crashing. Like this oh. is about to happen. Like this is going to happen. There's just nothing I can do about it. No. <laughs> I'm about to shave. Oh, like imagine, like you remember, like like David Graff crash in Papendal. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like the same but naked. You'd rip. Yeah. Oh. We need to move on from this question. This is sounds. We need to. We need to film someone doing it. Riley House was going to do it. We need to get someone to do it. (laughs) Yes, we do. We We need to do a YouTube video of someone doing it. <laughs> you can do it, sir. Uh, you still an ambassador for brand, so you can do it. Oh fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> fuck that! We'll get you body paint. Terrible. Oh body my paint god! Oh, I better get a lot of money to do this. <laughs> I think I, I think the brand would be really happy to get some views on YouTube. They would get like one million for sure. Can you uh, imagine? Yeah, totally. If if I get some money to do it, I'll do it. If I get like a really good amount of money to do it, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. We'll just start chipping in. Just a donation. We're gonna, do a crowd, a, we're gonna do a crowdfunding for for Terry. Yeah, so we'll start. A, we'll, we'll start a GoFundMe for it. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. All right, we got a few more quick shots. Um, 
least favorite thing about racing BMX? Uh, the least favorite? Yeah, least favorite, yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, crashing. Crashing is, I think crashing is, is a nightmare for for everyone. I think the, the second thing would be like paying the extra back for the bikes at the airport. Oh, yeah. That is brutal. <laughs> okay, on, on the way to, yes. on the way to Baku, Lufthansa charged us $750. What no. an absolute yeah, joke they, that airline They charge us, I, I fucking hate Lufthansa. They're the worst airline. $750. Dude, that was a joke. No, no. Yeah, it was yeah. it was awful. Like it was awful. The, Everyone on our team. The joke was on the way home. We're standing in line. One person checks in. They get charged like five hundred bucks. The next person in line gets charged like two hundred. Next person four hundred. It's like uh, what? I think how does it what? I har- I don't even think I got charged really on the way home. Like there there's no like they just make it up. I swear. It depends who you it's get. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Depends on your face. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I always try to get someone nice, and I just try to sweet talk. Just try to sweet talk. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your day going? How, what's uh, what's new? <laughs> you you know uh, do you know a story from uh, from Martin Sherpin? No. Some uh, once he was traveling with the golf bag, and ob- obviously there was a bike inside, and uh, he had um, like the D three bags for the helmet. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the girl said, but what, you're playing golf, but you have a, a helmet. Yeah, I'm doing extreme golf. <laughs> I'm going the mon- <laughs> I'm going the mountain and putting my helmet and playing golf and throwing the ball anywhere, like, like anywhere. <laughs> and he didn't pay. He didn't pay. And she's like, no, oh, you're well, not. He's like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah, how do you know? You don't know what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that's so funny. Um, all right. Would you rather win an Olympic gold medal or three world championship titles? Uh, one Olympic gold. What about uh, what's the other one we have, James? Like, oh, would you rather win an, like an Olympic silver or bronze or a world championship? Uh, world championship. Yeah, you see, I probably would too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. would too. Yeah, I would too. All right, and this is the last question I have for you, Vinny. Okay, this is a big debate question I have for Tori at the beginning of the show. Okay, <laughs> if if Sylvan was racing with no chain, I hate that guy. Could, are we? I don't know what we dis- we decided, Tori. One pedal, maybe. Say no. Say no. No pedals. Okay, no pedals. Argentina. Could Sylvan make? Could he make the World Cup final in the elite women's class? No pedaling. Yes, for sure. You think so? I don't think he could. Boom. I think that would be like even easier than the race he did with Laura, uh, with Laura, because you know there is Laura. She got the she got the speed, mm-hmm. and like she could win with this speed she had. But then when you're in the back, you have some elbow to elbow. You have some uh, mistakes. You have some stuff. I think I don't know. We you should. What was the Sylvan time? Oh, I don't know. We no check, he, yeah, he you should check in that one, though. Yeah, but the thing is, like, yeah, it's, ah, it's, yeah, that was, ah, yeah, that would be no pedal. No I think pedal. the thing is, though, with eight people on the track, like, with when it's just him and Laura, he can take any line he wants and keep his speed, but he might not be able to keep his speed. Like, he might have to go low in a turn, might have to touch his brake, and then he's fucked. 
But then he does no, yeah, with, Daniel, with right no pedal, yeah, no pedal. That would be like quarter final, quarter yeah. final for Tiba. I don't think he'd go that far. Yeah, I think he like he pulls out one of those pull manuals. He he gets a little super boost. He he can make it. Okay, but what if we give him one pedal, not even to the kink? We give him like his snap, maybe like a one-two. I want to want to. He could make the final. He could make okay. the final. Yeah, that's, I think so. That would be such a good experiment. I'll talk to Kevin oh McCush. We'll try and make this happen. <laughs> with, with all the things in the world right now, we need some entertainment. We got to get this going. We got to get we got to get this going, Kevin. I'm going to put in a word with corporate. We'll try and make it happen. <laughs> but Sylvan, Syl, Sylvan, seriously though, fuck that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was too funny. All right, Vinny. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. It was great to talk to you. No, thanks to you. Thanks for the show, and and um, it's it's good. And hope to see you soon. To see you soon at the track. Sorry, next to the track and James on the track, but not in the last corner, please. <laughs> no, no, and, uh, we, don't, we don't want that. Vinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vinny. No, thanks for you. Thanks for everything. Yeah, of course, Vinny. I think you'll make a World Cup main soon. And I missed you and Mariana. I look forward to seeing you guys when we can uh, all get back together again. Yeah, we miss you. We miss you too. And you know, guys, you can come whenever you want here. You're welcome for training, for chilling, for holidays, whatever you need. Thanks, buddy. Always welcome. I want br- oh, no, to. I want to bring Savannah to Columbia. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, that would be, be really nice. cool. Be really cool. That would be nice. All right, man. And she's a good cooker, right? Yeah, really good. Yeah, really healthy. Yeah, Just good. Really good. Just really good. All right, buddy. Well, see you guys. Thanks, Vinny. We appreciate it. You guys stay safe. We'll yeah. see you soon. See you. Vincent Palliward, everyone. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun. I really thoroughly enjoyed that potty. I do. He's really fun to talk to. He's really laid back, casual, honest about things. It's great. No, nah, he's a great dude. Like, what's not yeah, to like? Really a, what's not to like about Vinny? No, exactly. Really laid back, fun guy. Really nice. Just a nice, genuine person. Works hard. Has a killer snap. Yeah. 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 Lucky's got in a good gate, eh? It may, I just, like, when we're talking about it, all I'm doing is just picturing him just leaning way the hell back. I love when he's talking about, like, a slow gate. He's like, I just, like, lean back further. I'm like, in my head, I was like, can you lean back any further? How much would you pay for a gate like that? Like, if you could just pay amount of money and just have it for your career? Ooh, ooh. Because I'm thinking that's a good investment. <laughs> like I'm thinking, think I'm thinking I would have loved that one. Like I would have paid probably. Would you pay ten grand for it? I would say like ten, twenty grand. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Realist- that realistic, realistic, entire career. Realistically, I probably pay twenty grand. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Because then you think yeah. like I probably could have won some races with it and then made the money back anyway. <laughs> probably made more finals. Yeah, yeah. probably would have. Yeah. Probably would have had some wins. Yeah, with it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. It was it's it's that fast. Oh god, that'd be yeah. treat, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Those races he's on, man. It's it's fun to watch because he 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 won't come out of the lane one all the time. He could be like middle gate, maybe middle outside, but it and then he just pops one off, and you can just see his front wheel just like out front. It man, it's cool. I love watching Vinny's starts. I, I just yeah. really like watching him. It's just it's a pleasure to watch it. Mm-hmm. Totally straight up. Yeah, he, he's someone I always cheer for too. I, he's going to make a World Cup main soon. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. He will. He's too fast yeah. not to. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. To be agree. Absolutely. Um, what else we got? Anything else before, uh, we, before we wrap this thing up? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if we got much left. I was thinking about when we want to drop the new logo for the merch. Oh um, shit! We could we could get that going soon because of all this delay here. We could probably get that dropped soon. That'd be good. Eh? Other than that, yeah, that'd be pretty good. I think. Other than that, man, I don't know what else is going on these days. We don't have we don't got much. Like, oh, I uh, I restarted school again today and yesterday or whatever. Doing gonna do a finish a bachelor's in business administration. Did I tell you that? I, you mentioned it to me, but I forgot. Yeah, so. I'm gonna get a that's cool. Finish a bachelor's in business admin now that I got my sports science diploma. So that's cool. Perfect timing. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing else to do, so I kind of just scheduled late for the summer because it's all online. So, I mean, I'm just playing golf and doing homework. So, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, there's nothing else to do, so I might as well knock back some classes. Boy, do yeah. I miss going to the BMX races right now! Like, I really miss going to the World Cups. It's these kind these times really make you appreciate oh, those things, those I, little things you don't really you know, think about. No, I miss going to the races. I miss seeing all my friends. I miss hanging out. I miss the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Dude. I mean, what it's been like what? Month now, two months. So month and a half. I got I got back like February twelfth, I think, from Australia. I remember. So that's March, April. So like almost three months. Yeah. Wow. I really miss traveling too. <laughs> really? Hey. Yeah, I miss traveling. Yeah. I I don't I don't like the plane, so I don't miss that. But you're right. I miss the different places. Well, I don't love sitting in thirty seven F and trying to sleep like <laughs> yes. you, you know, but like I miss <laughs> With like a crook neck. <laughs> just like, yeah, I miss just the whole general thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be back to it soon. Hopefully, we get some updates. We still don't really have a schedule for races yet, so uh, hopefully, we'll get a somewhat of a a projected timeline soon. That'd be nice. Yeah, we'll save that. We could talk about if they, we think they're going to get races off this year. We'll talk about the next show, maybe in our intro. Yeah, yeah, good plan. All right, right on. Well, th- well, thanks, people. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Thanks for uh, Vinny for starting with that great gate he has. Winning starts with a great Vincent Pelleward gate. Yes, it does. All yes, right. it does. All right, we'll see you next week. Oh, we don't Later, have people. Oh, do we have our guest for next week? We don't have it lined up yet. No, but we'll, we'll did you see there. my Let's messages? Did you see my messages to her on Instagram? Nope, but I'm gonna go creep it now. It was the person you messaged with. You didn't recheck the message since you messaged her. Perfect. That's a good thing that we have a, a duo here that the other guy took care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Good. So I think I think we kind of <laughs> got our guest for next week. Right on. All right, we'll see you next week, people. Later. Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? I hate that guy.